James, do you have anyone like hiding in the back of your room that's going to show up mid-battle at a very integral part to the story and change the entire fight? Or are we done with that at this point? Because we now have had Muriel come back. We have had Best Genius. We have had so many people come back after being severely injured and making big moments in this episode. And I am fucking here for it on top of I'm going to say my new favorite character in the entire series, kind of taking a whole different step in Dobby. Well, we'll talk about exactly what I mean about that later. My name is Andrew Nimsgren of the Class 1A podcast. And I'm here with James Graham, and we're here to break down episode 12 of season six, which is arguably the best episode of the season because every episode of the season as they come out, just keep getting better and better. How are you feeling, James? How are you doing after this? Yeah, this, this I think this episode really had a bit of everything it was it was pretty incredible that way we had we had you know the triumphant return of mirio and best genus we had dobby becoming even more like more and more unhinged we had like a hero name reveal from from bakugo like it was just it was just so much all at once and it was oh man it was a it was a ride it was absolute ride it's crazy they cram it in like 22 minutes blows my mind every time i know it felt really long too like it, it felt long but in a good way like wow so much shit is happening here like they're not wasting a second because i'm like okay it's going to end here and then it keeps going for like four more minutes i'm like okay i will take it give me as much as possible and that's always a good way of where they can pack a lot of really good moments into 22 minutes that's how you know it's a phenomenal episode so i hope Absolutely. everyone kind of watching agrees with that but we will go through a very quick high-level uh, recap, then we have four big points to talk through after that. But pretty much, for those of you that are watching this a little later than the immediate after recording, it starts off with Best Genius coming out of the sky. We kind of see a little bit of him watching the Dobby reveal and all that, and comes down and wraps up everyone with the fiber cables. Um, and from there on out, things look like they'd be going well, but... Shigaraki is finally able to somewhat wake up and give an order to Machia to destroy everything, which starts sending him into a rampage, and we see all the fiber cables starting to break, and things are looking bad for the heroes. During all this, we do see that there are going to be a couple of high-end Nomu coming over from the other battlefield, but right as Burning is about to be eaten on that battlefield, we do see a flash of a hero. And then as we go back to the main battleground, we see that four Nomu are about to reach there. And right as Best Genius is about to pretty much be killed and everything is about to be lost, Miro does his classic power coming out of the ground and beats the shit out of four high-end Nomu, <laughs> despite no one else being able to handle them at all. And from there, it looks like their uh, the hero's victory is going to be all but sure. We have a lot of people that have been injured throughout the entire thing. But Bakugo is getting back up, Nejuri is doing more, and it looks like the heroes are on track to be doing well. And even the knockout juice or whatever, I, I, think the, I can't think of what the actual term is, finally <laughs> kicks in on Amatia, and the man goes down so that all those efforts can be put into everyone else and all the other high-ends and other people fighting on the battlefield. You get to see a couple clips of a lot of the damage done, but it looks like things are going well for the heroes. But throughout this entire thing, we actually do see that um, pretty much Todoroki and Dobby have been facing off this whole time. A lot of really good lore moments. Pretty much kind of a side episode of keeping up the Todorokis here. Talking about endeavors, feelings, and faces. Talking about the family members. A lot of that. As Dobby is about to burn Shoto alive, Deku uses Froppy style to save him. And then Endeavor also finally knocks out of his kind of trance at the very end of the episode as well. So the battle is not over, but things are looking very good for the heroes. And it's very curious to see how things are going to be wrapped up here. 
seems like maybe one or two more episodes at this point before things really get wrapped up and we kind of move on to whatever is the aftermath of this giant war. James, obviously we have a couple points, but any general points you want to talk about for the episode before we move into the big ones? Yeah, I don't think I'm ever going to call anesthesia anything other than knockout juice at this point. Like that's that's going to be my go-to. I couldn't uh, think so of the word. You. I didn't want to mess it up, so I thought knockout <laughs> juice was the best. It was thing. yeah, that's perfect. Um, I, I guess the the like the big the really big theme I want to touch on is that it seems that this episode is going to have a ton of like ramifications down the line as well. But with the return of both Genus and Mirio, in the in the capacity that or like how Mirio returned, those are some things I I, I kind of want to touch on like later on. But those like. That that's gonna send ripples in in the the My Hero universe, right? Like, Eerie not erasing somebody, rewinding them, just actually restoring powers. Best Genius, d- despite being declared dead, is now officially back on the battlefield. Those things are those things are quite huge because it it like you know it kind of debunks Dobby, right? So, yeah, and actually, I mean, I had a couple of general thoughts here, but I think a lot of them are gonna be gotten across when. We are just talking about it for our big points. So let's just jump right into that. Yeah. The first one I want to talk about is the return of Best Genus. Obviously, a lot of kind of the Dobby's Dance episode was trying to break a lot of the trust in the heroes. And the biggest one was the number two hero killing Genus, who was the number three at the time, mm-hmm. which is now seen to be fake. So I know there's a lot of things we want to talk about here, but do you think a lot of what Dobby tried to achieve is now ruined because of Best Genus? Or do you think that even Best Genius talked about Dobby was planning this at a time when heroes knew they couldn't stop immense damage? Do you think society is still going to kind of be iffy on heroes? Or is Best Genius coming back and saving the day going to be enough to save the heroes? I don't think I, I don't think it's going to totally just like 180 and kind of like redeem like all the heroes in in the populace's eyes at this point. Because like, I mean, Dobby hit on like be, obviously Best Genius was one thing, but that was more directed towards Hot Hawks specifically. There's not anybody coming out of the woodwork to really like dispute his claims about Endeavor because, well, as we know, they're all true, right? Like all like Endeavor is very much like the person that Dobby kind of painted him to be, um, especially in his like as a like a young father kind of thing. So I where I don't think it's I don't like it's definitely going to restore some faith, but it's obvious like this isn't like this isn't a complete fix. This is very much just a band aid. Yeah, I, I have to agree. And I think that I prefer it that way. Because yeah. obviously the oh, yeah. Dobby dance, that whole big reveal was a major thing. And to have it all kind of taken away. And I'm even a little concerned here with how kind of the battle's going. It's like, oh, the hero's just winning suddenly. Machi is down. Everything's going to be fine again. And like, despite everything looking like they're going to lose for once, they're actually fine. And I, and I hope it kind of wraps up in a clean way. Because I don't want it just to be, oh, there's always going to be someone that comes and save the day at last second. The heroes are always going to win. Yeah. That's kind of what it feels like right now, which I'm glad there's another episode or two probably of this battle before that kind of ends. See what happens there. But I do love Genus because I remember when we first saw this, just because it says fiber in the name, he can use like fiber cable, fiber which cables. I, I, I don't know if that's how it works. Like I would love to see how he figured that out. But that was just one of the wildest reveals that anything that has fiber in it, like fiber oats, you could just use that shit too, apparently. Like, <laughs> who knows how far the word fiber can go for this man? No, like that's just that's just it. And we like Dylan and I touched out on it a bit last week too. But like Genius is kind of like he started as almost like a gag character. Like, you know what I mean? 
wearing the Canadian tuxedo, like, like you know, very, very, um, like, I don't want to call him pompous, but, like, posh. A very, like, posh yeah. person and how he carries himself and everything like that. Especially when we had the entire arc with, like, um, Bakugo being under him at, at the, his agency. So, to see him go from that and really just kind of making a meme of it to him fighting all for one back in uh, Kamino. And here again, like, Genus is is the real deal, and we're dealing with an injured Genus right now, right? Like, he absolutely fucks because that power is so vague, but he's so good at manipulating it. It's it, it makes him incredible, and I love that. I love that such a meme character is actually. I I I would dispute he must be somebody's favorite for sure. Like I think, and he, and he's like keeps winning people over every time he shows up, right? He's he's very heroic. He's super powerful, and you can tell he cares, right? He's not just posh because he wants to be posh. Like it, it all seems like genuine emotions with him. Which so I think like, you can't you can't hate the guy, right? You can't. No, I mean he, we were saying that after he literally opened like the battle with like three back to back like clothing puns. Yeah, like um, doesn't the, matter. The threads of fate are spinning and stuff, kind of like that. You like three of those back to back to back, and we like we're just overlooking all that because of how how great he is. And I love all that, and I do love that. Despite we never really saw during the arc that his time with Best Genius had any kind of impact, but here yeah. we are seeing that clearly it kind of did. He wanted yeah. to tell Genius his hero name, which we'll talk about here in a second. He um really kind of looked back on that time more fondly and was happy when he showed up. So. I guess I wish I would we would, could have seen that a little bit earlier because like that came as a surprise that Bakugo cares that much about Genus. Mm. But at the same point, I'm not going to complain about it. I'm happy that there's someone else that Bakugo kind of looks up to, and I, and I love that moment during the um, anime when we first saw it. So I won't complain about that. But that's the one thing that came as a surprise to me. Yeah, it is. It like it's nice. Like I do wish that they had tucked, touched on like the mentor student relationship that these two had a little more because obviously. Most of the focus has always been All Might, right, for Bakugo. So to see him have this kind of, like, this other person who kind of handles this aspect of his life, you know, his presentation, and, like, not only that, but also, like, his self-reflection, too, because that was the big theme of this episode with him and Best Genius was, you know, looking outwards and looking towards, you know, what you actually want to achieve and stuff like that. I think, yeah, I, I think it needs a bit more attention. It kind of sucks that it didn't, but I'm still yeah. quite happy with what we've gotten and by when we say attention i mean one scene when best genius went missing saying wow like, and then showing bakugo looking sad like that that's all we really needed there that's all but, we're getting right yeah but okay but moving on to the other big reveal like i knew coming into the seasons this these back-to-back -back episodes were going to be wild they didn't pan out the exact way i thought they're going to but mm -hmm. going from dobby's dance to best reveal to muriel coming in is such a three awesome fucking events to happen back to back to back and yeah. I cannot get enough of it. And the Muriel return was everything I wanted it to be. I, I don't love that we saw him kind of say burning just a second earlier. I wish it would have been just during saving best genus the first time we officially saw him. But either way, I'll take it. I love the power shout. I love him being as incredible as awesome. And even getting that shot of him underground, which we've never really seen before. All phenomenal. Give me more Muriel. I'm glad the man's back. Yeah, and I think I like it's good to see that he like he doesn't even feel nostalgic about it. Like it hasn't been that long. And that's kind of cool that they put it in perspective too is that like 
Mirio really hasn't been without his powers for that long in the grand scheme, right? Yeah. Obviously, I'm sure it feels like a millennium for him, but it's 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 quite a short period of time. And the other thing, like about Mirio, despite the fact of having like a badass reveal, um, and really just you know kind of turning the tide for the heroes, that this shows that Eerie has like very very well honed her talents, which is. Like, that's insane. That is something I really wanted to talk about because, like, where does it end at this point? Yep. Where do, Like, where does it stop, right? We, like, this is Pandora's box being opened, right? Yeah, I I feel like they did that because they wanted Mirio back in the story. But I do not feel like we're going to touch on it again because that is literally Pandora's box. How can it you is- have that in there and not, like, What's stopping Deku from having his arms reversed and being able just to have them both broken every single fight for the rest of his life now? Like, unless Eerie really wants to go into the medical field, be like the new school nurse or something kind of like that. Like, if you want to go down that route, like maybe, but like anything else beyond that, like it is just too game breaking. Why isn't all for one going after Eerie right now? Because he could turn Chiraki's back to a peak. He'd recreate his own body. Like, there's too many ways you could take that power. So I'd prefer we never talk about it again than it being a big part. Because otherwise it is so, it's so strong. We knew that from the beginning. Yeah. And I think, so they like Horikoshi has kind of covered his ass in two aspects. He has made both the, the like most prominent user for one for all and one uh, and all for one, both past the point of rewinding because they've kind of passed their power on, right? Yep. So, and I don't think that this quirk would intersect with that. I don't think. Um, so, like, you don't really know, right? But I think with those two kind of being out of the out of the, out of the equation, that kind of helps things a little bit. Well, not really. They remember, it was only a copy. All for one still has a copy of his original. He does powers. have a copy. Yeah. No, I do agree. Right. But like. Yeah, so if any, okay, maybe we're getting what all for one and one for all at seventy five percent vice their original, you know, like one hundred and fifty. So, but I mean, yeah, like it, it is, it is pretty crazy that this has been in, added back into the mix. And yeah, and you bring up a good point. Like, why isn't why isn't all for one trying to like hunt her down, sort of thing? Especially where he's unleashing this massive kind of like attack and stuff like that, um, in the form of Shigaraki and Makia. So I'm I'm really surprised that they're ever, like they've been like it's 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 not fucking rocket science where they're hiding her. Of course they're gonna hide her at the school in some capacity or another, right? Like why wouldn't you? That's yeah. That's where they go. That's where they do. That's where they do everything, right? So I'm 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 curious to see what happens. I think it's probably not the worst idea if we just never touch on this again, though. It's probably not the worst. I think the after math of the battle will show a lot of how they plan on using it because obviously there yeah. are a lot of people severely hurt Azawa's lost a leg Deku's both his arms are broken possibly for the last time ever Bakugo mm-hmm. is probably on the verge of bleeding out like if we see her come in and just like make everyone 100% again I think that's one thing but if we don't I think that's going to show like no we're not just going to be using her for basic healing like this is kind of a one-time thing mm-hmm. so I think we'll know by the end of the season how Eerie is going to be kind of used going forward which is a good thing because you don't want that leaning out hopefully they give us a solid answer maybe put her like in a coma for like a month and like each time is going to be more and more like i don't know like it's bad i I don't wish i don't wish a coma onto a child but 
Yeah, you just did that. You just I, like this is like an eight year old that you're like she should go in a coma for at least I, a month. I said maybe she did, but <laughs> moving on to someone that's probably going to be into a coma for a month after this battle is over. Finally, we got Bakugo's hero name. Yeah, it's a great mouthful. Explosion, murder god, dynamite. And the reactions were, I think, what a lot of people watching it probably were like, what? That's lame. And then Mirio was, that's so funny. That's yeah, really Mirio's... the three ways. Like, confusion, that's dumb, and laughter, the only three ways you can react to this name. And I'm okay with any of those three because I love it. It's I want more of it. This is what I, this is what I wanted from him. Just such a mouthful, man. It's so much. And like I was I was really banking for like a like a really like sentimental moment with him and Genus when he did this reveal. And like Genus is just like so goddamn disappointed, right? Like it's just it's just devastating to him. So I don't know. Can you even like acronymize that? Like, no, you only get G E M G no. Yeah, it's and there's not, but I, I just, I love that both heroes and villains both thought it was slave. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, we even saw like, like Spinner yeah. and Compress were doing it. Nezure E, like no one was on board with it. And then Bakugo no. got pissed when Mirio said that's funny and like a future without laughter and like enjoyment isn't one, which pissed Bakugo off even more. So, who yeah. knows if that ends up being it? It's a really fun moment. It was something that I loved. Maybe he he takes explosion dynamite. Um, or kind of great explosion or something kind of like that out of there is like the final hero name, but it's just a fun moment during a very, very serious episode, which I think hit really well. Yeah. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like it's Mirio's thing too, right? Like Mirio's so happy go lucky and so positive all the time and like jokey just regardless of what situation he's in. So I, I, I think it complements it really well. Yeah. So not too much to say here. I'd love to hear what people kind of think about the hero name. Um, and we'll see how that's being used afterwards. Maybe people sit back and go down like, nope, that cannot be your actual hero name. Um, I don't know where it'll go, but that was fun. Because I want to spend the last of our time talking about Dobby. I mean, obviously last week was Dobby's big episode. I know you guys probably talked a lot about him. But mm. this episode was a whole new level of deranged. Even on top of last week where we saw him starting to break. Like, he clearly went over the end. And when I say Dobby is my new favorite character in My Hero Academia, obviously I have personal favorites. I have characters I connect to. But from a voice acting, from an animation, and from like a emotional story arc state, number one character. I don't think any voice actor has reached the levels of what Dobby's did this episode between just sounding completely deranged. I could have watched this without any subtitles and know exactly the emotions and the things he was trying to get across just through Japanese. And I don't know a goddamn word of Japanese. It was phenomenal acting, and it cannot be matched. That's just it. I think I think um, his VA hero, hero Shimono, just like, I, 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 haven't, I haven't heard a better villain in so long. Like, yeah. it's just like the, the, the emotion he captures for this character is just absolutely incredible every time and like you get to actually see like him falling further and further into this obsession of really just looking to harm endeavor in any way possible physically emotionally mentally like he's just looking for any avenue he can because like Todoroki even kind of called him out on it. he's like you were gonna like burn up Natsu right who is kind of like an unaf like he's like a third party in this whole kind of dispute 
And Dobby just doesn't care because it's all about fucking with Endeavor. So, I, yeah, I can't. Like, he's he's on par for me as as high of an effective villain as Shigaraki. Yes, of course, like, Shigaraki's hell-bent on, like, basically destroying everything. But Dobby is just so laser-focused on ruining Endeavor, and he's so fucking good at it, right? Like, he's just so insane. So, between him and, uh, between that whole thing, and then him and Todoroki squaring off basically this entire episode, it's been so good, man. It's been absolutely incredible. Yeah, it it has really been the highlight of the war for me. I knew it was going to be, but these last two episodes kind of shine brighter than a lot of the rest of the season so far for me. Um, I I just can't get enough. I don't have much else to say beyond that because I'm just so fixated on everything I want. I want to see how the conclusion is going to come. I don't think we're going to see it come to a conclusion here during the war arc, sadly. Because again, it just feels like it's all wrapping up too quickly. You can't have Dobby, you yeah. can't have Shigaraki, you can't have all of them going down so quickly after six seasons of buildup. So again, very curious how all this kind of comes to an end. If Dobby's actually able to pull away, if maybe Dobby gets injured in some way because he is so obsessed in this moment and everyone else seems to be shaking out of it. Um, I want there to be a good conclusion to it, but I don't think there's an ending to it, but I love that we're going to have kind of a debrief session and probably these three fighting again in the future and seeing how that comes to an end. Um, I can't, I can't wait. And now with all that out in the air, we can have the conversations about that. Maybe we can learn more about what actually happened to Dobby and kind of how we got to the point. Now that we have that Toya reveal made, we can start yep. digging into everything else and building an even deeper emotional. Because keeping up the Todoroki's has always just been Shoto versus Endeavor. And yeah. now it is kind of that three-way triangle of Todoroki hating Endeavor more than ever, but being conflicted about his feelings toward Toya. And like it adds more depth to that, which... I know we make fun of keeping up the Todoroki's, but I love Shoto as a character, so I'm never going to be upset with more screen time for him, especially at a more emotional state that we've yeah. been seeing from in the last season or two. Yeah, and a big thing I kind of want to circle back to as well is that um, you talked about, like, it feels too it feels too quick to wrap everything up. Um, and I think our next episode reveal kind of shows that, like, it, it, it may not... Some, like. Something's going to happen that may not wrap it up like in a nice like like you know nice little box and it's just going to be because it's all about like Mr. Compress, right? Who is he has the like the magician kind of like wizardy kind of trope like like you know misdirection shit like that, right? So I'm hoping that it if it doesn't go from oh okay, everything everybody's just captured and everybody's like badly beaten bruised and that's it. It's going to be yeah, some 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 bullshit out of left field because of Mr. Compress. So I'm kind of hoping for that. And like, I mean, he's pretty due. Like, I mean, he's, I think he, he's had nothing. He's had nothing. He he He, was like, him and Spinner were the only two that didn't get a moment during the League of Villains, uh, the League of Villain arc last season. So I think he's absolutely due for a moment. How good it'll be, we'll see. But um, they did end the episode with him making that big villain proclamation that people do make here and there. So you know he's going to do something. However, it lands, we'll see. But. I, I think I don't watch the previews for next week's episodes actually. Oh, you don't. Oh, no, okay. I usually right. don't. So I'm fine with that. I'm fine knowing that and talking about that. Um mm-hmm. but I am just kinda curious to see how that kind of comes to it. Yeah, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. It it just it keeps it keeps getting better. Keeps it, it keeps delivering. And we have one last thing to wrap up the episode with, which is going to be the plus ultra award where we each side on a character that went beyond that went plus ultra. And James, lead us off with who you think is this week's first plus ultra. 
It's got to be Genus. It's got to be Genus. Mirio came back, I know, but Genus, man, he holds the line. He delivers on all fronts. He went from a meme character to an absolute weapon while still being a meme character. It's it, you can't you can't beat it, dude. You can't beat it at all. I know Millimillion saves Genus, but like I mean, Genus is Genus is on the ground first. So no, I I, I definitely wouldn't give it the Lemillion. He actually comes back. If anyone, I'd give it to fucking Eerie, which I'm not going to. But Eerie is the reason Lemillion's back. Yeah. He's just doing what he normally does. That's so true, I, yeah. I have to agree with best genius. I mean, I was trying to bounce around and think of anyone else. Eerie did cross my mind for a second because she did get complete control over her powers, be able to revert something life altering in six months time, which is incredible. Yeah. But best genius in this episode that we actually saw do stuff, held it down, literally changed the tide of the entire battle within mm-hmm. minutes. And uh, I just can't think of anyone else. I'm glad to have him back. I'm glad to see that he's probably going to be part of a story going forward. There's a lot of other heroes are out of commission. We need to bring in new heroes, and Best Genius <laughs> is going to be one of those. Yeah, absolutely. But that'll be all for this week's Class 1A episode. Thank you all so much for listening. We will, of course, be back next Saturday, maybe. We'll actually be posting about that on our YouTube channel or on Twitter.com. If the holidays coming up, a lot of people are going to be out. We'll yeah. be bouncing around figuring stuff out. So um, we will be back to cover all future episodes eventually. Just keep an eye out on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash class1a to stay updated with everything there. But have a great weekend, and we'll see you all later.